in a world filled with COVID and chaos, we bring to you pure entertainment. Dan Corner, woodworking, barbecuing, beating the little one. <laughs> wait, wait, the kid? Or uh, who knows? The little one. Who knows? <laughs> You're disgusting. That's so stupid. What's the first thing a monster eats after getting its teeth checked? Pussy. Yeah. The Bow. dentist. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> we in, baby. We in. That pussy. Oh, shit. We're terrible. <laughs> oh, I had that ready the second you said eat. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm sorry. Welcome back. This is Dad's on Dayquil, episode 14. I'm Jordan, a.k.a. The Gnome. I'm Josh, a.k.a. The Dome. I'm AJ, a.k.a. The Stoned. Sunday morning. Beautiful Sunday morning. How are you guys today? Pretty good. Amazing. Excellent. What? You what? No, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go. For fuck's sake. We're six seconds into this fucking episode, and we already got this shit going. (laughs) Jesus. I'm going to have to hit the fucking bong again. It was a complete accident. (laughs) Or was it? Um, Yeah, so uh, big week. We got our our four matchups later on today of our eight standing movies. And next week we will have a final four. We have a special guest next week. We're still not going to say who it is, but it's our first guest on Dads on Dayquil. And we are going to... uh, ear fuck him the entire time <laughs> yeah well th- there's a spoiler to him hey, so uh well he doesn't really exciting matter. about that right uh we got a new logo we have changed our dads on dayquil logo uh josh excellent job thank you at first i was like meh but after about looking at it the second time i was like this shit's dope so yeah. it's on our merch go check it out we also revamped uh aj's brother matt uh, his design with the rocket and baseball bat. We took out the background so that it's a transparent logo. So uh, check out our merch. We created a link tree. You can check that out. It has all of our locations, our Instagram, Twitter, email, Podbean website, merch, Facebook. Am I forgetting anything? No. Nope. You can click on it, and you can go right to that page and check us out. Subscribe to us. Spread the word, spread the love. Spread the gonorrhea. Mama spreads her legs. Yes. <laughs> when are you gonna realize? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quick mention we totally fucking gapped because we're so excited in Little White Girls about Halloween. So we totally forgot to mention that our expert for our national Hulu Hoop League uh, got the pick right. Uh, Dallas lost the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, Although he didn't pick them in the Eastern Finals, he picked them for the final. Hey, That's all that matters. He did pick them to come back. So He did pick them to come back. Uh, and holy shit, he was almost right. Yeah. He said four straight <clears throat> games, and they lost in overtime, which forced a game six. I was shitting my pants watching that game, hoping AJ wasn't right. <laughs> you know, I just I really wanted to give a, a really big shout-out to uh, Zeus's Scroat. I think he really pumped oh, out nice. some beautiful boys there, and uh, they really pulled through. They really had to bite like the pillow because he went the fuck in raw. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, the Zeuses, the Tampa Bay Zeuses, the Tampa Bay Lightning are the 2020 Stanley Cup champions. Congratulations. Also, congratulations to my wife. She picked them uh, from the beginning of the season in October of last year to win the Cup. So, 
Good job on that one. Uh, let's move into dad stories. Josh, what do you got? So, yeah, another one of Grayson's famous chapters that we got going. Uh, this kid never ceases to amaze me. So, <clears throat> bought some new Nerf guns, right? First thing, I like it. every time, doesn't matter. I don't know how many times I have to say this. Don't point them at your sister's face. Don't. It's the first thing out of my mouth the second it comes out of the package. Cut to about, I don't know, 20 minutes, give or take, probably less than that. I hear Callie screaming, just absolutely screaming. Well, this Nerf gun was one of the ones, I don't know if anybody out there is familiar with Nerf guns, but it's actually one of the ones with the balls. It's not one of the ones with the darts. This is one of the ones with the balls, and these things have some velocity on them. Oh yeah, those I love those things. I actually have a uh, uh, an a rotating like uh, what is Gatling, it? Gatling gun type, gun? yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. And if if Elias starts fucking around with me with his, and I leave the room, he knows I'm coming back with it. Yeah, and I I think it holds like a hundred. Nice. This one holds. Those things are fucking random. So this one holds five, right? And they hurt at a distance. They hurt even worse when you're about two inches from someone's face. Yes, that is what the screaming was from. This kid was about two inches away from her mouth and shot her right in the lip. Would you guys like to know why he shot her in the lip? Probably. His words. Because she didn't have her feet under the fucking stove. (laughs) His words. His words, not mine. She got mouthy with me. Oh, no. see, I was close. I have no idea where this kid got this from because I have never. Callie. Callie. It was Callie. Callie. I have never once in my entire life ever said that, period, let alone said it in front of him. Like, I just have never said it before. And he straight up right. said, She got mouthy with me. I was like, Excuse me? What? Dude, he's been like watching the Sopranos. So, I have one less kid. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we buried him yesterday. <laughs> so That's why the, the shovel's used now. The the other funny the other funny chapter in Grayson's life was uh, we bought some plants a couple weeks back, and uh, which I told you guys about the tree story, right? Well, <laughs> we got those balls that you fill with water and then stick it inside, right inside the the dirt inside the soil, so it waters over time. Oh, right, uh, right, right. Grayson got thirsty and decided to pull it out and drink from it. <laughs> Right in front of me. Water was everywhere. All over the ground, oh. all over him. I'm like, dude, what the hell are you doing? He's like, what? I was thirsty. I'm like, dude, the kitchen is a foot from you. You couldn't go get a cup? He's like, well, it's good for the plant. Why can't I drink? It's just water. That kid he is really cut is from a, a boy. Oh, dude. This kid's something else. Yeah, it's yeah, he's cut from a different cloth. <laughs> for sure. Oh, yeah. It's never a dull moment with this kid, I'm telling you. Yeah. So we only we did only have two pairs of underwear behind the door this week though. So that was hey, kind of nice. Oh, that's plus yeah. improvements instead of five improvements. <laughs> I like it. So that's that that was stuff. my week. Those are my two highlights of the week. AJ. Oh man. So this whole week I've just been dying to tell you guys these fucking stories, and I've just held it together and I'm like save for the podcast because it's gold. So the first story was right after we recorded last Sunday. My wife uh, and I were going over to a. Um, uh, a co-worker's party and uh, uh, we were going over there and we stopped on the way at this liquor store 
and uh, George, it's over off Boulder Highway. So this is a very special liquor store, if you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a. Uh, <laughs> there ain't no part of Boulder Highway that's nope, safe. Nope, not at all. There ain't this not is, this even is the Boulder. Hi- this is the one where you see your granddad go in to get a porn mag and a uh, and a bottle of liquor out of, and uh, drinks it and jerks off in front of his wife. It's one of those places. So I like it. Uh, so I went over there. Those are the only things I miss about Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking and jerking off on the side of the road. Other than family. Yeah. 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 Those, those kind of places where it's like, I might die, but it's kind of a, it's kind of a life experience. You gotta, you gotta Exactly. Have. I, so I, I, I pulled up, I walked in and it's a small little thing. There's a couple people in there and I went right over for the Tito's and I was like, I'm getting this. I'm out of here. And while I was waiting in line, of course they had the nudie mags right in front of the cash Ooh, register. Wow. And I was like, huh, look at this penthouse playboy. And there was a playboy that was not. Y'all got any grinder? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a playgirl? I want to see them cucks. <clears throat> so, so there was an open playboy right in front, right? An open playboy. And so, you know, just like okay. any guy, I'm like, hmm, flicked it open right to the middle, saw some beautiful. All right, we good. Flip it closed. I like the I, I like the flick. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a good play. I like that. It's a Key words, flick. Oh, yeah. Got to flick that bean, baby. You know what I'm talking about, women? You know what I'm saying. We are, we're sorry, ladies, Just if you're still <laughs> listening. We're hoping you're laughing. So, so I pulled this thing open, looked at it, closed it, and I was like, all right, there we go. That's my little, uh, that's my little porn for the day. And this guy right behind me, two seconds later, goes up to the magazine, grabs it, and pulls it open, almost to the page I was looking at. And I was like... Well, that's kind of weird, but you know, everybody's looking at porn. Everybody's looking at porn. We're in, a porn. We're in a fucking liquor shop. Who cares? And he opens it and he looks at me and I was like, okay, now it's fucking weird. And he's like, <laughs> he's like you see this chick right here? I was like, yeah, I have eyes. I can Were you guys it. doing a drug deal on the same page <laughs> right. or something? Like, hey, I'm going to slip my 10 on page 13. You slip me a dime. I'll come back and check it out in five minutes. So he looks at me. He was like, if my wife was this beautiful, I would love my kids. And I was like, Whoa! Oh, what? Oh shit! <laughs> I immediately oh, was asshole. like, "Yep, all right." He was like, "Ha ha!" You know, I'm just trying to give somebody a laugh today. I was like, "Yeah." If we were anywhere else, I would believe that, but I don't believe that because where we are, sir, and how you look. <laughs> <laughs> so that was just fucking hilarious. So my second story: um, my buddy went into town, or my buddy came into town, and uh, we were going over to play pool. And I went over to this pool hall, but they ended up being at a separate place. And so I was waiting for them for a bit. And I was like, maybe they're inside. And so as I was about to walk inside, uh, there were these two girls that like walked out of this car and they're walking up and they'd turn around, they're walking back down and I'm getting out of the car. And one of them sitting in the car in the passenger seat and it has two doors open. And the other one is like missing is like gone. Like maybe she's inside the car or something. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I get out of the car and I'm walking up and I, I hear this garden hose going off. It's like somebody was just like turned on a garden hose and was like, like just right into the parking lot. And I was like, what the hell is that? And I'm looking around and I see below the fucking car doors, the other chick bare assed against the ground, pissing into the fucking parking lot. <laughs> nice. where, where was this at again? Dude, and this was not in the same place. This is not in the same place. This is Las Vegas, folks. So you can... uh no, AJ. Where was this? This at? was uh, uh, this this was Mickey's. This oh, at Mickey's. Mickey's. Okay. Yeah, you didn't hear me ask you the first or second time where we're oh, talking yes. about it's, Mickey's. Yeah, okay. So perfect. it's over at Mickey's, and uh, mm-hmm. 
I was like, what? And this, as I'm walking, I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at? This chick like locked eyes with me. And I was like, okay, this is weird. So immediately I did the uh, good guy thing and went, are you pissing in the fucking parking lot? (laughs) (laughs) And just start, we got a pisser, folks. We got a pisser. And just fucking walked inside. I was dying. And then my friends weren't there. And I was like, okay, I'm going to walk back out. And I saw them walking in and I was like, oh, this is awkward. And just like kind of hid behind the corner for a minute, just like watching them and then they left and then i left and i was like oh my god and i walked in front of their car and turned and it's like five gallons of piss from the front right tire all the way past the front left tire i was like holy shit bitch you couldn't fucking walk in and go to the goddamn restroom like a normal fucking person jesus las vegas folks (laughs) that's what happens jordan how was your week tell me you gave it a whiff what did you give it a whiff You know, I didn't get a whiff, but there was plenty of light, and uh, you could tell she was not hydrated. Or she was, and it was just all beer. It was, like, gross. Just right through. Like, like when I say, like, I saw the whole package. Like, literally, she was just, like, holding the car door, just, like, all the way ass to the ground. Like, just lady parts out. And the Nasty. wizard sleeves are just flapping in the wind, huh? Dude, fucking Arby's <laughs> over there, just the fucking roast beef prime sandwiches, baby. It was in the like, wind. hey, did you have to? Get, did you get hungry, dude? <laughs> dude if there was a, if the wind was going, yeah, curly you fries with that. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like my mozzarella stick? <laughs> oh shit! Oh, Excuse oh, me, oh, ma'am. Ma'am, 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 yeah. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> Jordan. Oh, this is a bad I one. I see your pull strings hanging out. Does your battery work? Can oh, I give it to Jesus. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move on to my story before we get way off the rails. Uh, I didn't really have a whole lot going on this week. Uh, normal work. Um, but yesterday was pretty funny. We were doing uh, deep cleaning house chores for preparation for the baby shower in a couple weeks mm. and uh we had to go to the i'm gonna shout out you ty home depot here <laughs> shout out to ty from hey Page Turner's button funny. mashers <laughs> uh went to home depot uh walked in gave my courtesy whiff as i always do we had to get some dimming light bulbs for ellie's room because the light bulbs that are in there don't dim and we want to be able to dim them uh you know for feeding time and shit like that so we go to Home Depot, and then we decide to pick up Taco Bell on the way home. So we go to the first Taco Bell, and I've never seen it. Uh, Josh, you'll know what I'm talking about. The drive through line was wrapped down the first aisle of uh, PetSmart's Holy parking shit. lot. Jesus. So I was like, uh, let's go to the other Taco Bell. So we go there, and it's only like four cars deep. Didn't even move from our first spot for uh, like 11 Damn. minutes oh. I, i'm just raging in the car like i'm in the passenger seat just raging at everybody in front of me like what the fuck did you order you piece of shit i just want my crunch wrap supreme get the fuck out of my way <laughs> so then we we get the stuff we get our food and we're heading out of the the bash's parking lot there josh yeah and the uh exit it, it, when you come in the entrance of that same um uh part of the parking lot it's not that bad, but when you take the exit out, it feels like you're going on the fucking Matterhorn. Yeah. And I'm sitting there holding the drink carrier, and I literally just said to Summer, I, she goes, do you got it? I say, yeah, the food's not going anywhere. It's just like this noise, and Summer looks at me, and I said, could you take those fucking bumps any slower? 
At this point, she's dying of laughter, like tears. She goes, I can't even fucking see to drive. I'm crying. And oh. she goes, I th- I heard all of the sodas just sloshing in the ice. She goes, I was expecting to look over and see you covered in fucking soda. <laughs> she was still fucking crying of laughter oh, five minutes later when we got home. Then we went on date night. And we had some barbecue, and she wanted to go back to Bash's to get her fucking pregnancy craving of donuts, which they didn't have. But she really just wanted to go back so that we could take the same bumps again and laugh as hard as she did again seven hours later. It was ridiculous. Um, other than that, though, that that's pretty much my story for the week. Didn't have a whole lot going on this week. Uh, got some more stuff coming up this upcoming week. And like I said earlier, I'm super stoked about next week's uh, final four matchups. We don't know who they are yet. Nope. Um, we're going to get to those in just a little bit. But I'm excited and excited to have our first guest on, and it's going to be a riot. Um, let's move into our first Halloween topic for today. So I don't remember the second part of these when I was a kid, but they're very popular now. So let's argue a little bit of door-to-door trick-or-treating or or trunk-or-treats. AJ, what do you got? You know, I had never done a trunk-or-treat. That's like more of a recent thing, uh, or at least for for me that I've heard of. I've never done that, uh, even when I was a kid. But I love the idea and the concept of it. And I think um, when you have a bunch of people, especially like... uh, uh, if, if you have a bunch of people who live in like an apartment complex and you, you mm-hmm. don't go door to door because, you know, it's just there's something you don't do in an apartment complex. You do it for like house to house. Maybe it'd be really cool to have a bunch of people in that apartment complex go, hey, how about we all do a trunk or treat? You know, instead of, you yeah. know, trying to rally everybody together into going up and down stairs all day and doing all that kind of stuff. But it's but it's also like really, really cool because people can like tailgate and stuff and uh, it just turns into a giant party. It's really, really cool. I love the concept so, of it. You do realize that when you say tailgate, there's no alcohol involved. Like we're not doing keg stands while we're, you know, throwing Kit Kats at kids. Right. You you don't you don't drink while you trunk or treat. So nobody bring the dome do uh, to trunk or treat. Uh, he's gonna be because uh, it's fucking lame. <laughs> buzzkill. <laughs> <laughs> so, Who let the buzzkill police into this trunk or treat? Narc. <laughs> hey, listen here. So I fucking hate trunk or treating, and here's why. AJ's like, hey, little kid, you want a bong hit? <laughs> we do not condone Shit, little kids smoking. Was that a Jolly Rancher or a Chiba Chew? Fuck. AJ. Shit, I accidentally gave out my edibles. Whoops. I'm holding the wrong gummy bears. <laughs> yeah, these gummy he bears have faces on them. What the fuck are these? These aren't doing shit for me, guys. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I need These to check everybody's are... bags now. Meanwhile, some meanwhile some kids taken off in a dually, <laughs> a radio flyer. Jesus. <laughs> oh my gosh. Jesus Christ. Yeah, don't come to our don't come to our house. Evidently. Oh. What about you, Josh? So I I actually I so. I don't really hate trunk or treat. Like I get, I get the concept of it. I like the, the ease of it from a parent's standpoint. Um, I never yeah. had it like AJ. I never had it when I was a kid. It wasn't a thing. We were allowed to go out and trick or treat by ourselves actually mm-hmm. um, at a young age. Like I was, I remember being eight, nine Same. and going to houses by myself. It, there wasn't this threat that, you know, I was not coming home. Like, and if and if there was, my parents evidently Your didn't parents give were a probably shit. Hoping. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> parents were fine with it. So, 
they're still pissed. But that was also the, that was also a time where I would go to certain houses and know like I was going to get like a nickel from this woman, this old woman, you know, that when I would go to my grandparents' house and we would trick or treat around their neighborhood, there was always two houses where there were these little old ladies who were super old fashioned and old school and they would give out nickels and dimes as the treat. You know, it wasn't candy. It was legit money. Like it was coins. And um, so for me, I, I personally, I like the feel of going from house to house. I like walking down the street mm-hmm. and seeing everybody's decorations and, you know, getting to interact with, with humans in that manner of being welcomed to their front door. You know, it's, it's a right. whole different mindset right. than going to some random parking lot at a church and getting handed candy out of the back of your trunk, out of the, someone's car. You know, Kingman does the thing where it's a little different. And we, you know, cordon off a whole block where, where people line up with some really cool cars and decorations <laughs> and stuff. And that's fun. The downtown trunk or treat is cool. Yeah, and, uh, and that like is fun. Downtown. And people do set they up They make it kind of like a fair exactly. kind of a thing. It, exactly. Yeah. And I think if it was more set up like a, like a harvest festival, Halloween festival mm-hmm. type thing, I would probably be a little more on board with it because it would be a little more interactive and fun. Not right. so like cafeteria line feel Mm, where you're just like lining up asking people some of them are like that yeah Yeah, asking people for random candy like it the the field isn't the same to me the nostalgia doesn't doesn't set in with just walking down the street and grabbing somebody's you know candy out of the back of their car it feels a little more pedophilish (laughs) i like it's just me i uh for me I like the trunk or treat idea. Same boat. I didn't have it when I was growing up. They did have things like the Fright Dome where you could go and you could, it was a haunted house thing and you could get candy there while you were doing it. Uh, you know, they do stuff like that at Disneyland and shit too. But um, I like trunk or treat for little kids, like real little kids. Because, yeah, you, know, they, yeah. you know, yeah, if they're probably like less than four, four or less maybe, because then you don't have to walk around with them as much and they're going to get tired and, and well, I mean, whatever. Trunk, but, trunk or treat set up more for a parent than it is a kid. Yeah. yeah. It, the ease of use is, is nice. But, but I'll tell you, like prior to the neighborhood that we live in now, so we live in one of the nicer neighborhoods in Kingman and mm-hmm. – um, it's very busy and the way it, the way the neighborhood is set up, people will just come in droves and for hours upon hours, you get trick or treaters door to door. And it's, it reminds me of being a kid and it reminds me of me doing that as a kid. And I love doing that as an adult where I get to hand out candy and see all these costumes and interact with people and it's just fun. So I, I'm a door to door trick or treater. I remember having to walk 5,000 miles to get a half of a fucking pillow sack exactly. full of candy when I was a kid, you know, um, and, and I like it. So, and the cool thing about our neighborhood, like last year, my son, you know, he wanted to hand out candy most of the night, but if he wanted to go get candy, he can just, I mean, almost every single house does it. So he just walks up the street turns the corner comes down a side street comes back and he's got like half of a fucking knapsack full of candy yeah so you don't even have to go that far in this neighborhood and, and i love it it's just it's just the experience and everybody in this neighborhood most people i should say not everybody most people decorate their houses we're actually after we record today going outside to put up all of our halloween decorations Same, our tombstones and skeletons we got and, ours up. so it'll it's it's fun i look forward to it um every year now it's, it's a blast and hopefully it doesn't get uh, squashed by that bitch ass COVID this year. So, um, I'm looking forward to it. So door to door for me all day. Um, let's talk about some ghost stories. 
Let's let's get creepy up in here. Mm-hmm. I got one for you guys. All right, you guys ready? ready? No. I didn't practice no. reading this morning, so I don't know how I'm gonna do. I have to pee. I'm gonna give it my. So I'm gonna give it my best it's go. It's possible if this is scary yeah. enough, I will piss my pants. I don't know. I don't know. But let's figure it out. So I'm gonna go. So here's a little here's a little ghost story, scary story, whatever you want to call it. So here we go. Uh, after my divorce, I was at an all time low and desperately feeling the need for solitude and introspection. Not having the accessible funds for a getaway, a work friend graciously offered her stone cottage in the woods. That's always a good start. (coughs) Being a two-hour drive away, also a great start. It was a welcome retreat, and I thanked her profusely for the opportunity to escape. Before I left, she dropped by to give me the keys. I was surprised to see her quite nervous as she handed them over. I asked her if she was okay, and she turned around before getting in the car, pursing her lips like she was conflicted. I should have told you before, but we haven't been there for three years. You might have to clean it up a bit. I laughed and shook my head at her. That's no big deal. Don't worry about that. She continued to stare at me. Uh, There's something else. She closed the car door and came closer to me. Uh, Some say it's haunted. I laughed heartily at the absurd statement. Come on. You know I don't believe in that stuff. I'll be fine. I ignored the fact that she was shaking in fear. After After a hug... I pondered the fact that my friend was so gullible and surmised that the cottage was probably just old. I arrived at the property around 5 p.m. on a Saturday night and had taken a week off to enjoy my welcome holiday. Driving up the dirt road towards the site, I noticed that it was nestled in the trees with a storage shed out of the back. I also noticed a strange fog around the property, which had not been anywhere else on my drive up the mountain. I parked in front of the cottage and admired the stonework which was built with rocks taken from the nearby river. The wooden door and shutters added old world charm and the quaint shingles on the roof completed the look. When I unlocked the front door and opened it wide, I was surprised with how sparse the furniture was. I was also surprised that the mess my friend had mentioned was non-existent. I dragged my bags in and set up. Happy that my grief over my divorce was suspended, I had a makeshift meal and settled in for the night. It took a while for me to realize the usual sounds one might expect in the woods were absent from this area. As I lay in bed, I wondered why everything was so quiet. I heard soft footsteps coming from the main room. Then I saw a dark shadow appearing under the crack in the door. Oh, fuck no. Time to get the fuck out. While the footsteps multiplied and raced faster, I sat up and watched the flickering shadows like black fire coming from the other room. The footsteps got louder. Getting out of bed, I took a step towards the door, but stopped when it slowly started opening on its own. The cracking of the door almost hurt my eardrums and I shuddered as a cold breeze whipped around me. Being able to see the whole room, I was puzzled to hear the footsteps. Then I realized they were from the ceiling. Suddenly, unseen hands, more like claws, shoved me forward. I screamed and stumbled into the main room. I quickly spun around just in time to see the bedroom door slam shut. The demonic laughter froze me to the spot. Ugh. Fuck that shit. (laughs) I lunged at the front door, but was stopped by a large hand grabbing me by the hair then I jerked upwards in the air screaming in terror and suspended in midair my feet scrambled to find the footing and my scalp burned with pain I yelled let me go as I dangled in the air 
I was then thrown viciously across the room. Cocaine's a hell of a drug, guys. <laughs> PCP, baby. Landing on, landing on a chair, I then tumbled over it and felt sharp fingers clawing my flesh. The black flickering flames turned out to be many demons, which I still can't believe to this day. It's hard for me to call them demons, but I can't think of how else to describe them. They also had evil red eyes. I yelled in rage, What do you want? One of the larger demons flew right up to my face and roared loudly. As first... <clears throat> Sorry, at first I didn't understand the words as I was distracted by the stench and icy cold blast coming from its mouth. I realized that one I realized that the cold was actually fire that was so hot it became a searing chill straight from hell. I tried to get up and was slammed back down by powerful claws. I screamed my question again louder this time. I nearly fainted when I heard the response slower this time. Blood and soul. Screaming pure terror, I fell back and twisted myself around then quickly crawled towards the door many claws grabbed at my ankles but i ignored the scratches and tearing of my flesh as i focused on escaping the demonic laughter bellowed in my ears and several phrases broke through the conscious like get her drink the blood and swallow the soul make her one of us by this time i thought i was going insane miraculously i was able to open the door and as soon as my feet racing towards the car dressed in my nightie once i got to my car i realized that i didn't have the keys i fell to the ground turned to look at the cottage sobbing and shaking i saw a tall terrifying devil man glaring at me with vicious snarl on his fiery face for some reason he wouldn't step over the threshold so i crept over to the other side of the car and waited the next thing i knew it was early the following morning i was freezing and my teeth were chattering i slowly stood up and looked over the cottage the door was still open but the demon wasn't there anymore even though i was freezing i crept up to the steps and peered into the cottage the furniture was smashed and upended keeping my eyes on the purse on my purse and suitcase i ran in as fast as i could and snatched them up i ran to the door and as i approached the threshold i heard a dark chuckle from somewhere in the cottage as i as a hand grabbed my hair not wanting to have a repeat performance i surged forward and felt a clump of hair being ripped from my scalp i ran to the car threw my bags in not even bothering to get dressed i felt a trickle of blood down my own neck it took ages for me to get the car started and sobbed loudly even though my anger was building in fever pitch when the car finally started i planted my foot on the accelerator and roared from the cottage reaching around to feel the blood on my neck i was baffled to find nothing was there my scalp was intact I still have no idea what happened that day, but I'm sure it didn't. I didn't hallucinate the demons and their terrifying attack. They didn't get my blood or my soul. All right, so this fucking edible I dropped is raging, mm. and uh, I'm a little scared. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Um, that was a good one, gonna, huh? Can I come sleep over tonight? Um, <laughs> yes, yep. bitch. Uh, Avery can, Avery can just like bunk here by herself and uh, fend for herself. She'll be, she'll, she'll be, be fine. Be all right. She'll be fine. Um, yeah, just give it to grandma. That was a good one. That was, yeah. that was like a great that one. one. That's fucking trippy as hell. Jesus. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, Josh, you're up next. Follow that one up. My, mine's a little different. Um, mine. <laughs> I'm scared. Um, <laughs> that, yeah, I, I've. I don't know where to go from there. Um, little, Maybe I should have went last. I'm a little, spit, I'm a little speechless. <laughs> so my, mine's actually about uh, 
a story from New Jersey uh, from my childhood about a girl who um, was hit by a car on a road. Um, and she she gets hit by this car. She gets struck about 80 feet. And her spirit kind of stays there. So, you know, imagine if you will, you are driving down a narrow winding ribbon of two-lane blacktop. It's sometime around midnight. The dark pavement is wet and shiny from a recent mid-autumn shower. Multicolored oak and maple leaves dance in front of your headlights momentarily before settling onto the slick asphalt road. To your left, a densely wooded hillside crowds its way right up to the edge of the shoulderless street. On your right, a low steel guardrail is the only thing between you and your car. Your headlights illuminating the canopy of swaying trees branches over your head. They bow down from either side of the roadway, giving the impression that you are traveling inside of a long, undaunting tunnel. As you serpentine your way along beneath a clear moonlit sky, suddenly you find yourself drawn into a hard right curve in the road and realize that you have not been paying attention to the speed at which you're driving. As you begin to regain control of your car, you see something that sends a shiver up the length of your spine. It's a splash of red on the road and the guardrail. The red trails off down the edge of the street. Was that blood, you ask yourself, as you quickly crane your neck to peer into the rearview mirror? As you set your sights back on the road, before you once more, you notice an eerie mist forming in the glossy the glassy moonlit river. Just ahead of you and off on your left, the forest is given way to the gently sloping hills and gleaming marble stones of a vast, sprawling cemetery. All of a sudden, the mist begins to take shape in your headlights. As you flick on your high beams, you can clearly make out a distinct figure crossing the road up ahead of you. You hit the brakes and do not and do your best to negotiate the slippery pavement. Then you watch in disbelief as the translucent mist glowing before you assumes the unmistaken unmistakable form of a young woman wearing a flowing white dress. She floats across the road inches above the ground and then disappears into the moonlight graveyard. You have just experienced a close encounter with the legendary ghost of Annie. So for generations, this story has been told about this girl who was walking along this road and was hit by a car and drug 80 feet. Now, for years upon years, people have tried to take this red stain, this blood stain off the road, and it just continues to come back up. And it's unexplainable. It's there. It's actually real. I've seen it. And it is the eeriest thing that you will ever fucking see in real life because you can feel it when you go there. It's it's creepy as shit. No, nobody knows the exact story of what, why she was walking down the road. Like there's a bunch of different variations in it. You know, it was her prom night because it's been changed. Like lady in white. There's a bunch of different, Yeah, it's been changed over the years. You know, one, one, one story is that she, uh, it was her, it was her wedding night and she got lost, somehow found her, made her way to this road, was walking down the road, got hit, blah, blah, blah. Uh, another one is it, you know, it was from her prom night. She was, she was, uh, there's cause there's a school nearby. It was this young girl. The body was never found. Nobody knows anything about it. They just this is this is the story. So it's creepy I like shit. It. I like it. Oof. All right, time for that bong hit. Let's go, AJ. Uh, God, I don't feel good being in this room alone right now. <laughs> you're you're not alone. There's a chick right behind you. Yeah, I know. She blew me before and then bit my dick off. 
Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) So my story actually comes from a uh, personal anecdote. This happened when I was 18. Uh, We had just moved into our new house. Jordan, you remember this house? It was uh, was pretty large, um, pretty nice house, and uh, definitely biggest house I'd the one over by Coronado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two yeah. story. Yeah, Biggest yeah. house I'd been in yeah. before. It was like four bedrooms, uh, 3,000 square feet or a little bit more. Like this house is big, really, really big. And definitely we were all like getting used to the house and we were, you know, figuring out what we're going to do with our house. And I was like, you know, I want the bedroom farthest away from everybody. I want it upstairs all the way to the back. And, um, it was really cool, really nice, really beautiful house. We were in there probably about two months, you know, settled in. There was an upstairs that had a uh, that had the bedrooms. It also had a den, and that little den was like my area. I had like my TV and my couch and my PlayStation. Like I was, that was my area. I was ready to go. One night, I was uh, on the phone um, with my girlfriend at the time, and I was talking to her while I was playing Call of Duty Black Ops. This is when Black Ops had just came out, and I was. The, the first, first one. one. I was all about this game. Yeah. It was still, to me, one of the best games I've ever played ever. And I'm playing it and playing it. It's like 1130 at night, almost midnight. And out of the corner of my eye, I see something. And I was like, oh, what's that? And I turn and I froze. Because all of a sudden, I see this woman. She's dressed in this really long, white nightgown. Was she hot? No. <laughs> with like, <laughs> I with like black, like a black perm. And she's just staring at me, just blankly. And then she walks towards my room. And I went, what the fuck? And my girlfriend was like, are you okay? I was like, hold on. And I put the phone down and I walk over and I turn the lights on. I look down the hallway and there's there's nothing there. There's there's nothing there. I went and checked the bathroom, checked my room. Nothing there. I'm like, okay, I must be tripping or something. This is weird. And this is before I smoked weed, people. Stone sober when this happened. So that account happened, and then uh, things started getting really weird. One day, I'm in my room with my girlfriend, and we were watching a movie. And all of a sudden, we heard this breathing. And this breathing was just... And it was getting progressively louder and louder and louder. And I'm over here like, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, okay, I'm seeing shit. It's a new house, whatever. You know, it's, it's just my own mind playing tricks on me. And my girlfriend all of a sudden clenches me really, really hard. She's laying in my armpit and she just, and she's holding around me. She clenches me really hard and goes, are you breathing really loud? And instantly my fucking hair all over my body just shot up with fucking raging goosebumps. I was like, do you hear that shit too? She goes, what the fuck is that? That's not you? I was like, no, I thought it was you. No, it's not me. And it's to the point where it's, and it's at the edge of my bed next to the window like a couple feet from us and the feeling in the room this is the first time we had felt it and i felt it several times after that you can feel the electricity in the room it cranked to like a hundred just fucking hundred plus it was electrifying in that room and it was eerie and it was weird and we were both fucking freaked out grabbed my keys in my wallet and i was like let's get let's go get some fucking lunch let's get over this we left we got lunch came back after hanging out with some friends for like two hours and there was no, that feeling was gone in the room and I was like okay all right so you know maybe it's just something weird she's like maybe it's just something weird I don't know week later same thing I go upstairs after getting home from school I'm the only person in the house and halfway down my hallway to my room I feel it 
you just walk mm. through this energy field and boom the hair on all all the hair on your body stands up and you're freaked out and i'm like what the fuck is this and i get this eerie feeling coming through coming from my room and my room when i had left that morning the door was closed i was the last person out of the house i'm the first person back at the house my door was closed my door is now open nobody had been there all day the dog can't jump up and open the door it is now open and my light was on and i was like what i was like what 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 the fuck is going on i don't i don't understand and then I left, went and hung out with some friends. I came back with uh, one of my friends and I told him about what had happened. And uh, uh, he was like, dude, you need to get like, I don't know, you need to have like somebody there with you and witness this. And I'm telling him about this as we're driving there. And as we walk in and go up to my room, I'm talking to him about stuff and I just froze in the hallway because I can feel it. And I turn around and he goes, you're not fucking kidding. I fucking feel that shit too. What the hell's going on? And we go in my room and it's just everywhere. And for 20 minutes, we just sit in there and we just like stare at each other and stare around and we just wait. And the energy field dissipates and it becomes like normal again. And you can hear. It's almost like you couldn't hear before. And now you can hear everything going on in the house. It was just weird. And the last incident was I saw a shadow. This shadow figure came. Uh, everybody went to go um, that summer the next year everybody went to california i stayed because i graduated high school and i'd started this job and i was working this construction job overnight and i was like you know i'm gonna stay i'm gonna work this job and get some money so i'm by myself it's like one in the morning i had the night off i'm with my old dog elvis we're holding down the fort and i walk over uh through the kitchen and i peer down the hallway on the first floor all the way to the front door and i see this uh this like figure moved to mom's room and mom had the sewing room in the front of the house. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? So I walk over there and I see this just shadowed figure and instantly it was worse than the feeling of the electricity upstairs. It was like fear of evil. And Elvis stopped right behind me and started going and was growling aggressively. And I was like, Oh fuck. And I like ran to the kitchen. He ran with me. I turned around. It is now in front of the door. And Elvis is in a full raging bark. Just at the front door. And this thing is just staring at me. I don't know what it was to this day. After that, a few other like night terror incidents happened. But I think that was just because of like maybe a mental state at that point. But, um, and like watching too much like horror shit and forensic files. But ever since that happened, it was like the creepiest thing that's ever like I've ever witnessed in my life and just, it will never play out of my memory. Yeah. Personal, personal stories are fucking terrifying. I got, maybe I'll, maybe I'll tell mine, uh, next week or the following before Halloween's done. Cause I have a fucking terrifying one from that. When I lived in that, um, what I guess it's not a duplex, but a quadplex when I lived in old Henderson, AJ, and I lived with a girlfriend at the time that, that one, that's a terrifying story. So I'll save that one. Um, those are good. I like those. A uh, little personal experience, a uh, little personal uh, urban legend ghost story, and then a straight-up ghost story that I read. Uh, we hope you're all freaked out. I'm sure the Dome's going to pump in a shit ton of fucking scary sounds. going to piss out of you. <laughs> that's a fucking creepy um, laugh. AJ, Jesus. Yeah. And why, dude, why the fuck is your door sideways? I've been looking at this shit, people. So we, we can see each other on Zoom right now. And AJ's door is 
crooked. And I mean crooked. I don't know. I think it's his yeah, camera. It's, it's, it's my camera. camera's <laughs> yeah, tilted. But, but, if, but if you look at him when he comes into frame, he's perfectly straight up and down. So does that mean that he's messed with his chair to make his chair crooked in the opposite direction to fix the way the camera Maybe. sees him? AJ's also frozen Yeah, it says Zoom right not now. responding. <laughs> like like oh, everything else beautiful. is still going Sweet. perfectly well, fine. Is he frozen to you, Zoom not responding? Right now, it looks like you're sucking dick. Yeah, that's what he said. Oh, that's too good. What? Uh, that's what I got looking like too. Um, the, just stop, stop your video, and then start it again. I might, I might have to yeah. exit Zoom for a second because it, it's not. Re- like Zoom's that. not responding. All right, I think it should be going now. Okay. Yeah, mine's mine's scrolling. I'm at like four or five at about fifty-seven right now. Okay, mm-hmm. we're good. Cool. So mm-hmm. we're good. <laughs> One, two. Okay, we're good. Ten. <laughs> Fifty-six, fifty-seven, fifty-eight, fifty-nine. <laughs> so. The other day, actually the other day, yesterday, I was scrolling through Netflix and uh, I found Big Daddy and I started watching Big Daddy, the movie Big Daddy with Lily, and she was fucking engulfed in this movie. And uh, so it made made me realize like, okay, there's a bunch of these movies that I need to watch with my kids, so... The next movie I found was fucking Master of Disguise. Mm, that movie sucked. <laughs> it's terrible, Did but there's you, some oh, good it's moments. T- it's a fucking terrible movie. Uh, but it's but it's mm-hmm. yeah, but it's, t- it's terribly great. Did you know that that was a Billy Madison production movie? I did. Adam Adam Sandler mm. actually produced that movie. I did not. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense when you watch the movie again and you look at the comedy that's in it. It totally makes sense. But yeah, it makes sense. Like Dana Carvey, uh, all them guys from SNL, they all stick together. Yep. Oh, all right. You guys ready? Ready. All Where right. Where the fuck were we? Uh, we finished the ghost story thing, and that's when we popped out. So. Okay. All right. Popped out of your vagina. All right. <laughs> Moment of silence. <laughs> all right, so uh, let's cover our horror movie showdown. Round three. There are eight left. We started with 32. Last week we had 16. This week we have eight. Next week will be the final four with our special guest. So let's cover let's cover some topics off of our um, social media. So we have here are the matchups. We have Evil Dead versus Nightmare on Elm Street. We have Sinister versus Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We have Halloween versus Insidious, and we have Saw versus House of a Thousand Corpses. So we had some people chime in this week. I got uh, is it your buddy Tex AJ? Yeah. Uh, um, Shout out to Jeremiah. So he's got he's got Nightmare on Elm Street. He's got Sinister. He's got Insidious, and he's got House of a Thousand Corpses. Um, we have your brother Matt. He's got Nightmare on Elm Street, Sinister, Halloween, and Saw. And I have a good friend of mine, Chantel, from back in high school. She's got Nightmare on Elm Street, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Insidious, and Saw. And lastly, I've got my buddy Joey, who's tattooed on my ass cheek. He's hey fire hydrant. He's got Elm Street, Sinister, Halloween, and Saw. So 
I like those. We have our breakdown to get to, so we should get started here. Uh, let's go with the first one, Evil Dead, 2013, Nightmare on Elm Street, 1984. AJ, I'm throwing it to you first. <sighs> you know, I almost cried a little bit at this one. <laughs> like, it was so fucking hard. I'm gonna, I was I'm gonna just... say real quick, so we randomize these each week. So after this week, we will randomize the final four. So there's no bias, there's no cheating, it's pure random. When I first looked at this list, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I think it's pretty easy. And then I looked again and I was like, fuck me, it's not. <laughs> yeah, like I just sat and thought about these for so long this week and I was like, fuck me. And just like the fucking grading scale on these, I was like, they're all like split in hairs. It's fucking crazy. And I think for the Evil Dead versus Nightmare on Elm Street, I think I have to give it to Evil Dead because, yeah, I know, it was fucking rough. It was really, really rough, but I have to give it to Evil Dead because nobody survived. Um, even at the chick at the end, she's not going to survive. She's going to bleed out when she's walking through the woods or she's in the car like she's done. Mm-hmm. Nobody survived. It's a nightmare. Uh, when you're sleeping for Nightmare on Elm Street. Evil Dead is a nightmare awake or asleep. So I, that's why I went with Evil Dead. That's, uh, um, yeah, I I like it. It's, uh, I like the pick. <coughs> it's, that's a tough one. I, I'm surprised at your pick here. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go up next. <clears throat> Getting ready for bedtime at a regular time is one of the most important habits you can learn. David has probably never stopped to think what a wonderful thing sleep is. Dreams are normal too. Going to bed at a regular time each night makes it easier to go right off to sleep. Rest your head. Here's a lullaby. A melody for heavy eyes. Early to bed, early to die. Welcome to your worst nightmare. I'm going Nightmare on Elm Street. I I love Evil Dead. Uh, I love the concept of Evil Dead, but the terrifying aspect to me of you have to go to sleep at some point to continue to survive. I said it before, and Freddy will fuck your shit up, and it continues to live on. Somehow it will continue to live on. So we have a right off the bat again. We have a split. So Dome, do the honors and uh, fuck one of our shits up. <laughs> <laughs> so i did the same exact thing so when i started looking at these matchups i was like ah oh, this won't be too bad right and then i started doing a little bit of that that re retuned research that i like to do and it got difficult really quick <laughs> <laughs> like fucking i real hit a brick fast. wall fast yeah real fast yeah. yeah and and to me so nightmare on elm street is it's an absolute classic I, I love it, um, and it will forever and always be one of my favorite movies. Evil Dead, however, there's some pretty sick, sadistic moments in this freaking uh-huh. movie. Uh-huh. And like the part where she's cutting her knife with the tongue, and the Ugh. way that they cutting do her that, knife with the tongue, or cutting her, <laughs> yeah, it's a work of hard again. When she's cutting her tongue with the knife and she's like licking this knife in this like uh-huh. weird sexy evil sadistic manner and uh-huh. you can just see the tongue split and the blood is perfect 
And then like when she's when she's chasing after him and she's got her head stuck in that that little freaking trap door and shit and and the the moments in that movie were so captivating that they sh- they can't go unrecognized. That that movie is phenomenal for everything that it is. However, it still doesn't Nightmare on Elm Street oh, thank God. because that movie <laughs> that movie plays on you because uh, yeah. e- it, even the, even though Evil Dead is sick and sadistic and it's scary and it's creepy and the gore in that will leave you in this moment of like yes terror the Nightmare on Elm Street movie will leave you in that moment even when the movie is off. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference. Mm-hmm. The difference you know, is is that you will still feel like, fuck, man, I'm about to close my eyes and I just watched a movie about this dude who kills you in your dreams. This mm-hmm. freaky you, pedophile fuck that kills you in your dreams. That stays with you. And it doesn't even just stay with you like one or two days later. Like it'll creep in like a month later out of nowhere. You'll just be like, man, I don't know if I want to go to bed tonight. Freddy... I saw that poster from Freddy, like, walking down the street. No, I'm good. I'm just going to go ahead and pull an all-nighter. <laughs> For a couple days. I don't need sleep. Yep, insert meth here. <laughs> you know what I'll say is I'll play devil's advocate. Um, the people in the Evil Dead got themselves into that situation by reading that book that blatantly said do not read. Correct. Do not yeah, read. Speak, do not, do speak. not yeah. speak. Do not write. Yep. Nightmare on Elm Street. Those kids got in that situation because of a decision their parents made. And they had another, no decision in it. Yeah. Another point to that, I will say that is one of the greatest moments I've ever seen in a movie because the douchebag that found that book and read that book and opened that book when it blatantly said do not do it got stabbed in the eye with a needle about 30 mm-hmm. fucking times. That dude got mm-hmm. fucked That's up amazing. the entire movie. He when his hand gets split fuck, by the yeah, crowbar. Oh, oh dude, shit. that... You he got tortured the entire movie and you liked it because yeah. you're like this is what you, you did get. this you did this you did this this is yeah. your fault and it, and that's what is actually another great part about that movie is it it tears you back and forth because you in that in that moment when he's getting tortured you actually like this evil entity right <laughs> and then when it's someone else that you like and you're like oh man poor poor girl what's going on here yeah you 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 then go back to hating it again whereas Freddy you just always hate Freddy yeah from start right. to finish. Yeah. Let's move on. Next, so we have Nightmare on Elm Street 1984 is moving on. Evil Dead has been eliminated. Next up, Sinister 2012 Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake 2003 Dome. You go first. Um this one was this one was also tough for me as well because it's two completely different styles two of, totally of different styles. I mean you can't get any more polar opposite where it's sinister you're slow you have you have dark moments where it makes you think um you've got this main evil entity that kind of keeps popping up on the screen here and there and it's creepy looking and you you don't really have any gore gore um it, a lot of mind games, really well written, well written movie makes you think after the fact well too. Well written, well written. It's a well written movie, and then you have Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is just full of gore and full of the wheel with them. The way the way that the way that Texas Chainsaw Massacre makes you feel is just a little different. So I'm gonna go with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> 
I can't. High AJ. quality H2O. AJ. <laughs> All right, so Josh has Texas Chainsaw Massacre. AJ, what do you got? Oh, oh fuck me. So God, You can split it for this... me. I'll, Big Papa will take it home. Don't worry. <laughs> I mean, like, this one was just so hard as i mean all these are so hard but yeah, like fuck like said. George, like like josh said it's you got polar opposite movies you got one on the terror spectrum you got one on the uh creepy sinister sinister literally but um demon like demon spectrum and it's just fuck they're both such champions in their own fields in their own rights yes and when i think of horror movies and when i think of what scared me the most um I think what it comes down to is that I didn't know what was going to happen at the end of Sinister. And when it came, I was like, oh, it's on my face. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, when it, when it came at me, I, I was napkin. I need a napkin here. But I was just like, what the fuck? And just done. And I was like, okay, that, that was... And just applauded that horror movie. And it was just amazing. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I was just in complete suspense and terror the whole time. And people just got picked off left and right. And you're feeling so much of these characters because you're going through so much with them. And I think that alone for me, I have to go with Texas Chainsaw. Because you're you're going through toe-to-toe the entire movie with the characters. When they get picked off, you really feel like horrified for those characters. Nice. So I think I think because of that, I have to go with Texas Chainsaw. <clears throat> well, that makes it easy for me. Um, obviously, Texas Chainsaw is going to move on. So my two cents is Sinister is a great fucking movie. I was hoping it might have a different matchup this week to have a little bit of Same. a chance to get a Final Four. Yeah. Um, but what I'll leave you with... In the spirit of what I did in the last movie, I will continue. We are the savages eating you alive. The original villains in the night. Nowhere to Ice run. Kills, baby. Nowhere to hide. We are the savages. We are the savages. Out on the cringe of societies where we lie because we're lethal liabilities till we die. Won't heed the call of the law. Won't follow the pack because the sound of the saw is our soundtrack. Texas Chainsaw Massacre was my pick as well. Yeah. Clean sweep. Uh, so let's move on to uh, our Twitter poll real quick. I posted out there, which is the hardest um, <clears throat> cock, which is, <laughs> which, is the, <laughs> which is the hardest matchup to choose from this week. And I was actually surprised from my personal standpoint. Uh, Halloween versus Insidious, 45% was the final tally on that. So apparently people thought that one was uh, really difficult to choose from. So let's go with uh, Halloween, which is 1978, the original, the OG, versus Insidious, 2010. Um, AJ, you go first. Yes, deep breath. <laughs> Just do it. So on this one, uh, I was comparing He's these two, stuck. and it's, it's like comparing apples and oranges. It's really fucking hard. You also have really it. You really also hard. have another different matchup. You have classic stalker slasher, and you have haunting. You have yeah, paranormal you have haunting, and you have demons, yep. and it's fucking just terrifying. And I, I think you know, like like I said last week, if you were on an island and you saw Michael Myers fucking coming up in a rowboat, fuck. <laughs> but but even then, I think. At that point, even if you were to try to go to a deserted island, 
and that demon was still with you and you were like like you said that kid is just like a medium for that spirit mm-hmm. world it's never gonna leave you and i think that terror aspect i have to go with insidious over halloween because yeah <laughs> look if, at your face if you right could all now. we will post a video clip of what just happened because josh and i at the same time <laughs> eyes wide and moved back into our chairs <laughs> i i think i think that's so scary is that no matter where at least at least with with michael there's a reprieve for like 30 minutes did keena put you until up to he this? comes through the did front keena door. put oh, you up shit. to this <laughs> no no this is all me it's, it, it, twice I, if you're being it, it, it is a hard matchup because i do love oh. insidious it's it's so fucking hard, but when I think about what scared me more is um is the fact that there's like you really have to jump through some goddamn hoops, like hard hoops by yourself mm-hmm. to get away from my what you want. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, to to for Insidious, <laughs> like to like to get out of that situation with Michael Myers. At least you can get help from everybody. With Insidious, you're kind of yeah, on but your he own. Never dies. I mean, it's... Hey, don't sway his pick. His pick's his pick, and I like it. I like the pick. I'm going to go next. It's, it's, it's rough. So the stone the stone has Insidious. Um, wow, big big upset possibility. Uh, Insidious is a fantastic movie. I remember I stumbled across it. I didn't know when it came out in theaters, and I stumbled across it on a, um, on a red box. And I was like, ooh, this looks uh, creepy, and it was around Halloween time. So I picked it up, and I was floored, and I love it. And it's a fantastic movie. But I'm going to continue with my trend. So, in calculated silence, captivated by the violence of the play, 15 years ago today, an evil evolution will bring a feeble institution to its knees. Oh, doctor, can't you see that when the hands of fate fall on the midnight hour, behind the mask of hate, I don the devil's power. These are the devil's eyes. The devil's eyes. Michael Myers. It's not, I, I can't go against, uh, against my man. Uh, to me, um, I, I guess like Josh said a couple weeks ago or last week, it's kind of giving my play. I don't think it, it, depending on the right matchup, it could be beat, but I will take Michael Myers over Insidious every day. So I'm going Halloween. It's Josh's choice to uh, fuck our shit up once again. <laughs> <laughs> and it is my pleasure. I'm going to choose it. Oh, wait. <laughs> um so word, words are masturbate. still hard <laughs> masturbate so uh both movies are great uh, yeah. this is another situation i mean look we're you know we're down we're down to the nitty-gritty here there all these movies are here for a reason um you've got your cult classic slasher movie that started it all um and then you've got this creepy out of nowhere movie in insidious that um put a nice little twist on some things you know inside of it there were some really good moments in that movie you know with um with how they reveal the evil entity and it's not just like a, a oh here's a ghost down the hallway kind of moment you know um the jump scares in that were, were really cool but for me the the actual movie presentation from start to finish in Halloween just holds up so much that I have to take it with Halloween. 
I, I you know, uh, I, 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 one of my breakdowns before I went with this, uh, obviously to those metal fans out there, uh, I have been picking with Ice Nine Kills lyrics and hey, the yo. next matchup. Uh, they also cover both of those movies, so we'll wait and see what I'm picking. But the ending to both Insidious and Halloween are both fantastic. It leaves yes. you wanting more. Yes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> However, in my feeling, if they didn't make more Insidious movies, if they didn't make more Halloween movies, I would be more terrified of Michael Myers roaming my fucking street on Halloween night versus Correct. some kid that's going to go to sleep and maybe he's in my neighborhood and he pulls shit in. Um, or the father for that regard, spoiler alert. Um, yeah. I just, the ending, the endings are both fantastic, but the ending to Halloween original is better. So, yeah. Yeah, the main the main difference for me between picking these two movies was the suspense that each movie builds. Um, I feel like the suspense that Halloween builds is just a little more intense and a little more captivating than what Insidious did. So that's that that's why I went with Halloween. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so we have one more matchup. So Halloween nineteen seventy eight or is it seventy four? Mm-hmm. Yep. Nineteen seventy eight moves on. We have one more. We have Saw, 2004, and we have House of a Thousand Corpses, 2003. Um, Josh, you go first. All right, so this was actually the toughest matchup for me um, because I feel like these movies match up the best in terms of scare factor and originality. Um Saw is, I'll say it again, it's one of the best endings to ever ever exist in a movie, let alone a horror movie. I mean, yep. where you, this dude's been there the whole fucking time and he just gets up, walks out, and slams that door. Um, the gore was just the right amount. The level of mindfuck that it, that it has on you and it plays is, is really good. Um, it, it, it was original for its time as well. It's another movie where, like, you you literally are just in this fucking room, you know, with these people, and you're you're getting put into their situation immediately. You, you if you're any kind of normal human being, you feel that terror that they have, you know. Um, and then House of a Thousand Corpses is sick. It's sadistic. It's fun. Um, the the level of gore in it is over the top in such a great way um the uniqueness in the way that people get dismembered in that movie and pulled apart and made into you know these freak shows uh yep. was really fun yep um and it man it's tough it, to, isn't it? <laughs> it it is because like <laughs> I, the, I know what i want to say this was the hardest one for me hands down <laughs> I, I, like Same. I was about to say it, and my brain was like, ah, <laughs> like "Wait sure? a second! Wait a second! But... <laughs> yeah, it, like it, it's it it really is that tough for me because I, I've been thinking about this back and forth for a couple days now. But um, I think the reason why I'm going to pick House of a Thousand Corpses over Saw is strictly the uh, the level of terror that scene to scene it brings. Yeah, so. So, House of a Thousand Corpses for you. Yep. AJ. So, you have two of the scariest movies to ever come out. Mm -hmm. You have the House of a Thousand Corpses. Rob Zombie. Fucking applaud you, sir. Mm. Your goddamn twist 
to a complete savage Texas Chainsaw Massacre type playing field of a movie and you just made it your own and you gave it this concept and the story and like Jordan said you're almost fucking like by the second movie you're rooting for those motherfuckers and you don't know why like you just saw them just ravage and just completely dismember people and have fun while doing it and just completely just psychotic but you're almost rooting for them and and you look within yourself and you're like why the fuck am I rooting for them Jesus Christ what the hell's wrong with me and you're like questioning yourself but guess what also makes you question yourself? <laughs> Saw. Yeah. Saw keeps you in complete suspense for the rest of your life after watching the movie because one little thing, one little thing, like, hey, I ran that light and cut this guy off. Or, hey, maybe I flipped this dude a bird when uh, he ran the stop, or he um, went for the stop sign and didn't yield right away. And I was like, fuck you. And then all of a sudden I wake up in this room, shackled to my ankle to a fucking wall with nothing but a saw to let me out. Yeah. I think I have to go with saw on this Woo. one. Wow. Because... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it can't I'm, be I'm gonna, No. I, I'm going to have to go with saw because it made me question my entire existence forever now. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm going to sit there and go, you know what? Fuck. Maybe I don't want to say fuck you. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Have so, a great day, I, sir. <laughs> I do, I do want to. I do want to add one thing that I didn't touch on. That, like, I would say, there. So there's sequels and there are movies that came after House of a Thousand Corpses, right? And they all kind of stay in in that same uh, universe. With Saw, Saw gave way to so many different movies, like mm-hmm. The Purge mm-hmm. and all the spinoffs of those, mm-hmm. like. Saw did create almost a whole new subgenre of horror in yeah. it, in itself. Like that yeah. that cannot be forgotten. That movie, it, it it is incredible. Like us not picking it, or me, I should say, me not picking because I don't know what Jordan's gonna pick. But me not picking it doesn't speak ill of the movie at all. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm so glad I get to do a tiebreaker. <laughs> uh, Go for it, gnome. So Saw is a fantastic fucking movie i told you before i stood up and applauded at the end and i was packed theater and i was the only one that did it i'm sure i looked like psychotic but it was fantastic house of a thousand corpses also fantastic and i won't touch anything on sequels or three peats or anything further just this movie versus versus the other because when you get past house of a thousand corpses you become you become on the side of the fireflies Yes. Uh, and that's not the point of the first movie. The point of the first movie is just pure terror. Saw's ending was fantastic. But where I have to make the breakdown here is cast and captivation while sitting in front of a screen. And did I become more captivated by the Firefly family or did I become more captivated by Saw and Jigsaw to be exact? And... I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a two-parter. I got a lyric, and then I got a quote for you. So my lyric here is: "They can't sell us on convenience and conformity. Those are the properties of the people that we want to be. Rise up if you agree, and let your freak flags fly. We're all messed up inside and forced to act like everything's all right. Wave those freak flags high. Rejected till we die. To hell with tomorrow. Just let your freak's flag fly tonight." Yeah. Boy, I bet you'd stick your head in a fire if I told you you could see hell. Meanwhile, meanwhile, you're too stupid to realize you got a demon sticking out your ass singing, holy miss moly got me a live one. 
if Otis is not the best fucking horror character in any of these movies, even when you go to all 32 movies that we started with, yeah. There's something about Otis that just draws me in. The intellectual psychopath that's kind of behind the whole thing, running as a quarterback. It, he just scares a baby's one thing, and 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 uh, Sid Haga as Captain Spaulding is another. But if you just break it down, Otis is fucking terrifying and a genius at the same time. And so I'm going with House of a Thousand Corpses. Hey. So. Yeah, it, it, that char- that character, you know that there's something so much deeper. Mm, um, mm-hmm. and, and, and like you said, the, the intellectualness that, that resonates on the screen and you can feel um, that this is a methodical individual yes with everything he does yes and if you want to go with endings also you could like i did with halloween the ending of saw is fucking brilliant and the ending of house of a thousand corpses this there's one girl left alive out of the four that went in two girls two guys meanwhile Mm -hmm. cops have died the girl's dad had died and otis puts his fucking (laughs) face on and comes down and tries to lick her face and at the end, she finally gets out. It's daylight break. She meets she meets Doctor Satan. She finally gets out, and who picks her up? Captain Spaulding. Yeah. And he's driving away, and he's like, "Oh Jesus, what's going on? We got to get you to a hospital." And as they're driving, and she's just in finally a sigh of relief, and Otis mm. pops up from the back and goes to stab her in the neck. And right as he goes to stab, end scene credits roll. Just beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Masterpiece, and uh, thank you to Ice Nine Kills for providing fantastic horror movie lyrics for me to use. Fuck I've been yeah. waiting to do this for three weeks, and I, I would say it was on Monday I researched all these lyrics on the movies I wanted, and I had Saw and House of a Thousand Corpses both saved because I wasn't sure who I was going with until probably two nights ago. Um, so we have our final four movies, gentlemen. We have we have a shitstorm in front of us. That's all I can say about that. Uh, next week is going to be vicious. Uh, we will have our guest on as well, and he will let us know his picks for the final four, but his opinion has no interjection on the decisions that will be made. But we, would, we will find out what he picks as well. So we have yes. Nightmare on Elm Street moving on. We have Texas Chainsaw Massacre moving on. We have Halloween moving on, and we have House of a Thousand Corpses moving on. Oof. So we Oof. we have we do have a remake, but we have two oldies, and we have two newbies. Actually, uh, the two newbies because the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre are both in the same year, two thousand three. Yep. So let's let it roll. We will movies. keep you posted, and we will post probably on Wednesday what the matchups are going to be for next week. So we appreciate you listening. We appreciate your feedback. We appreciate your picks. Please continue it. Gentlemen, what do you have to look forward to this next week? Who, me? What? You go first, Josh. No, I don't want oh, to. Oh, it's your Tuesday. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm not doing it with you. This is it. No. No. <laughs> no. All right, so I, uh, I I don't have a whole, I actually don't have a whole lot coming up this week. It, it's going to be work and work and work and work. Yeah, 
I'm getting my uh, right side finally. I did the left side in February, and then COVID happened. So I am having on Thursday the right side of my wisdom teeth pulled out. So that'll be fun. That'll be nice. Hopefully, I'll be good by Sunday to record. So otherwise, I'll just sound like Josh when he talks. (laughs) You'll sound like fucking uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Zoidberg. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That's one of my favorite shows. Uh, AJ, what do you got? Not too much going on with me. Um, same old, same old. Caring for a baby and uh, researching stuff for the podcast. Beautiful. Hitting the bong. That's about it. I like it. Well, uh, please like, please review on whatever platform you're listening to. Please mm-hmm. tell a couple friends. Continue the word. Check out our link tree. You'll find all of our pages that you need to find. Check out our merch. Go get that new spicy dad's on dayquil logo uh it is on sale currently uh which by the time you're hearing this it won't be so give us that money uh interact interact with the polls that we have coming up yes please we we all control different socials we are all on our facebook group controlling that Mm -hmm. so we will constantly interact with all of you on there we love you guys we'll see you episode 15 next week the final four showdown we have a guest we'll see you next week love you peace out Later. Dad's out. Hey, guys. Yeah. How do you embarrass an archaeologist? <laughs> Bring in Harrison Ford? Nope. You give him a tampon, a used tampon, and ask which period it came from. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. That's a little clotty. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>